Well, good morning. Good to see you. Listen, it's the 9th of April, and I'm telling you, I've never seen so much craziness in my entire life with uh, with different things, and uh, we are just trying to get things done, trying to clear God's Word, trying to preach it. And uh, as you know, there's been a lot of in and outs about holding this kind of service or that kind of service and keeping people out of the buildings. But our plans are, it's Alpacombe Baptist Church at DK Ministries, uh, to have service Sunday morning. We, we So far, uh, we're on go for that. We've got our FM transmitter, so we're hoping to uh, keep that going. The only thing now that we think would, would slow it down is the weather, and everybody says the weather is going to be terrible. And so anyway, what we're going to do right now is move ahead and plan on doing that, and then if the weather keeps us from doing that, obviously we'll make that change. But that's not what I want to talk to you about this morning. It is it is April the 9th, and then it is Thursday of Easter week. And even though all the craziness in the world and everything else, uh, we wanted to celebrate Easter. And last night, we uh, we did our Bible study from the Auditorium of South Macomb Baptist Church, and I have no clue what happened. But man, everything was terrible. It kept cutting out and everything else, because we didn't know that during the audio with nothing we could do about it people message us on the on the facebook live things that you do there and say hey the audio's bad and all that we appreciate that but whatever's going on what our problem is i don't know if it's in the something going on in the in the air i don't understand all these things work but it was terrible we got back and realized man that was just not good and i really wanted to share this information with you and i had planned on sharing it with with the podcast and things today but not necessarily with dk ministries i figure some of you would have seen it last night at facebook live however uh, since it didn't work out, I, I plan on sharing that today with both our, our podcast members and, and our DK Live, our DK Live supporters. And so we're looking, DK Ministry supporters, so we're looking forward to that. Or I'm looking forward to that, whether you are not, I guess it depends. Anyway, this week, I've been, every time I've, I've, I've begun to work on something, it's had to do with something related to the Easter season, Easter realities, whatever you want to say. And the same thing to do today, I, this Thursday, uh, and so I want to read a passage of Scripture to you. It's a great commission. Uh, if you are, are, are like the churches I have been connected with and the ones I have belonged to, and to be honest with you, the ones I've preached in, uh, we, we often during the year refer to the Great Commission. Uh, we may not preach on a lot because we refer to it so much. We may not use it as the, the foundational text, but we use it all the time to illustrate support and things like that. So it is a very familiar passage of Scripture with us, but sometimes we think it is the really good suggestion and not the Great Commission or, or a commandment. And, and we forget Jesus was serious about what we needed, need to do here. And, and one reason the church isn't as successful as it needs to be today is it has ignored the commandment and the commission. And I want to talk to you about that a few moments this, this morning. Now, this didn't happen on that first Easter Sunday. We know that, uh, but it ties into Easter. We connect it that way. This is really the last thing Jesus said as he left the disciples. In Matthew 28, 18, we find these words. Beginning of verse 18, we find these words. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even until uh, the end of the age. And we take that commission, and we we understand some things about it. We know that in the Greek language, and as I try to explain to people all the time, I don't give a lot of Greek lessons. That's not what I do. I took a lot of Greek, but I don't, I don't go around 
unless they're given those instructions, unless unless it really is important to what we're talking about and no other way really to illustrate it. Well, the best way to illustrate what the Greek says here, which is the original language, is that it's as you're going, make disciples. You know, as you live your life, as you do what you do, uh, I, you know, make sure that you're connected in a ministerial way. Uh, so many people I know nowadays are so aware of, of things they do that that have within it the element of touching people's lives in a positive way uh, with the message of Christ. And we may not be standing on the soapbox preaching. It shares the faith. It shares the story. Shares the reality of Jesus. The commission gives us the direction to do that. In fact, let me let me give you this. Let me tell you some things about the commission. It centers it, it centers our attention on Jesus and His will. And that's sometimes we get away from that. We forget that Jesus is the center of everything in our church, in our life, in our in our world. And certainly in a time like this where people are looking at all kinds of things and talking about all kinds of crazy things, we need to slow down, take a breath, and focus on Jesus. Another passage we talk about from time to time in, 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 in the places I've preached is, is book Hebrews chapter 12, looking under Jesus, which is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the center of everything. We've got to get back where we are looking to Jesus, centering on that. Well, the commission does that. The commission leads us to openly talk directly about Jesus. We talk about so many things, football games, baseball games, basketball games, uh, all kinds of things we talk about. Well, in the commission, it's clear we are to openly and directly talk about the Lord, you know, bring people to an understanding, work out in our conversation, not avoid it. Uh, some of you say, oh, you know, I'm kind of private in my religion. Well, then you must not believe in the commission. If you don't believe the commission, uh, then you've missed the point of the Bible. You missed the point of what Jesus said. This is the last thing he told the church. He's serious about this. We need to make sure that as we go, we're doing our best to make disciples. Now, there's a process there. You talk about planting seeds, doing other things, connecting with people. Lots of things, but somehow, some way, you need to be touching people's lives. It, the commission moves us to the place where we realize that our lives find purpose in him. I have met, and you probably have too, a number of people who have come to a place in life where, well, I see, you know, I just don't know what my life is. I don't, I don't know what my purpose is. Well, it, right here, it begins for every believer to make sure that you're touching people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and you say, well, I just don't know that's enough. It's more than enough. By the way, not only is Jesus enough, he's necessary. And so if you're not sharing faith with people you meet, you're not sharing the truth with people you know and people you love, then you are leaving out the most essential thing in life. You know, in our time today, in our world, there's lots of talk about essential employees. And listen, I pray for all of them. I don't always agree with some of them. For example, I saw a liquor store open last night in Macomb, Mississippi. I don't think that's an essential thing. Nothing against the guy who owns the store, but just come on, get real. We're going to close churches down and leave liquor stores open. I, I, don't, I don't think so. That's, it's just crazy to me. However... Whether you agree with everybody who is labeled an essential worker, most of the list I agree with that people would have thought about. Uh, when you think about that, you say, we got to have them to keep the economy going. Or we got to have them to get our stuff and all these things. Talk about supply chain. Well, you got to have Jesus go to heaven, case closed, okay? So you don't have to buy essential. He is essential. We, we realize that uh, he is the one that we need to talk to. He's the one we need to come to. And so we need to move to the place where we realize our purpose is in him. When we take the commission to heart, when we really understand what Jesus said, it, max, it maximizes the calling we've answered. 
We don't have a Sunday religion. We've got an everyday faith. We don't, we don't have a once an hour a week where we, we come into God's house. We live with him daily, wherever we're at, wherever we're doing. We are in his presence. Now, we come together and rejoice with him. Uh, we come together and celebrate with him. And we are like the psalmist who said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord and all those things. And let me tell you something. That first Sunday we go in God's house, it's going to be a great day for me. I don't know, hopefully for you. In fact, we're going to take pictures. We're going to celebrate on a Facebook page. Uh, we've got other folks that's called, hey, the first day, don't forget to take pictures. I don't like pictures. I, 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 I think I have a face made for radio, <laughs> not, not broadcasting, not pictures. And my entire ministry, I've done everything I can to stay out of pictures. But I'm telling you, I'm going to be glad to have my picture taken with God's people in God's house on God's day when we get to go back. Maximize that calling to come together. We're two or more gathered in my name for saying not that seven of yourselves together. I am looking forward to that day. The commission individualizes God's plan. You and I have a command. And as we go, as we live our life, we need to do our best to make an impact, to make disciples. It sends us further than we ever thought we would go. Because wherever you go, you're, you're touching people and doing things uh, to touch people in, in Jesus's name. Several years ago, Kathy and I got, got to go to Florida to do some disaster relief work. Done that a couple of times now. Hope to do it more. I hope there's not more disasters, but hope to do it more uh, later on and uh, things work out for us. But we met some guys there, I mean committed uh, to disaster relief work. They they work chainsaws and they do assessments, chainsaws groups. And they were so committed to cutting trees down out of people's houses, away from people's houses and all that and goes into that. They were going further than I'd ever seen people go. They had the admiration of everybody I know of in that camp because of their commitment to to make sure that, that the trees are gone out of people's house so they can go back in. And, and they would go early in the morning. They would be the first ones to leave. We'd be out there preparing food, and, and they'd be on the road going to do what they would do, and then they would come back later that night. They spent almost 12 hours a day cutting trees, checking into things, seeing what they needed to do. And then when they come back at night, that's what they talk about. They were wrapped in it because part of their fulfilling of the Great Commission in their life was being part of a chainsaw ministry. My friend, you may not be able to work a chainsaw, but you can find a way to work at your life and make it and make sure that it that it takes you where you need to go. The commission secures us in our faith and position in the world. We are children of the king. We have been we have been commissioned to go and do the things the king wants us to do. We're secure in that. Listen, don't let the world talk you out of what Jesus told you to do. Make sure that you you're, that you're part of that. The commission incorporates all of our life and the totality of His will for us. Everything that we have, our, everything that we are, is wrapped up in following through with the commission. We need to make sure that we're part of that, that we're doing what God wants us to do. The commission opened up some ministry doors we've never seen before. Go where as you're going, do that, and you're going to find things open. You're going to find yourself, if you pay attention, if you're watching luck, you're going to find yourself doing things. Listen, where I come from, uh, where I lived for 28 years, there were a lot of artists, and a lot of people would draw pictures, and those pictures would have meaning and significance. A lot of times they made their pictures available to people, uh, special moments of their life. It's such a ministry. And since I've moved here to Macomb, I found that uh, there are a number of artists here, really, Tolletown. We live in Tolletown. We serve a church in Macomb right now. 
But there's a lot of artists throughout, and I've seen on Facebook where people have painted these pictures and, and painted them. I saw the other day where a young lady, I've known all her life, is painting those those rocks and leaving them in places for people to find, and, and they have ministry uh, messages on them. Listen, we, we know that because of the commission, we need to find every way we can uh, to get to get the 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 word out, so our doors of ministry are open. In, well, some of those ministry doors were never seen before. It naturalizes our kingdom discussions and makes a, a part of our everyday conversations. If we take the commission to heart, then we understand everything we do is wrapped up in God's will. Everything we do is covered under the umbrella of being faithful believers. I don't care what your job is. I don't care what your task is. You should make sure there's a way it connects to what Jesus has told you to do. It should be natural in our life. Well, the question this morning for all of us, have you taken the commission to heart? Have you realized that it asks us individually to get involved? Well, that's our that's kind of our Easter reminder for the day. A couple of things, and uh, I'll tell you, uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, tonight at 7 o'clock, we're going to have uh, the Lord's Supper service on Facebook Live, South Macomb Baptist Church. You can call in and uh, or dial in or look it up, you know how that goes, Uh be part of that service. You have to. You have your own elements, whatever you use. I'm kind of excited about this. When I first heard about it, I really wasn't sure. I love to do Lord's Supper, but the more I thought about, it, well, this is going to be more of an original Lord's Supper. Uh, they used what they had. They, you know, they they use their cups and and things that they had there, and they they use the bread they had. So what you do to participate in this is you 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 tune in our Facebook page, South Macomb Baptist Church, at seven o'clock, and we'll lead the supper. We'll talk about the supper, provide some information about it. And we'll we'll celebrate it, but you'll decide what the elements of the supper are for you. If it's bread, crackers, or or whatever it is, whatever kind of juice it is. You say, Brother Danny, shouldn't it be red? Well, if you got red juice, but you know we're in quarantine. I have a feeling that the, the early believers may do what they had. And every time they celebrated it, and that's what the Bible says, as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me, they remembered him. And so our goal today would be simply to do this in remembrance of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so that's that's what we're going to do. Now Sunday, just so you'll know how to pray for us, we are planning to have our drive-in church. A lot of information has been out there, where to go, how to go. We're moving away from our building for a lot of reasons, uh, things we don't really need to repeat here. But pray for us. Now, the weather here sounds like it's going to be terrible, awful, horrible. <laughs> Every, you know, you know, I think somebody just said 70 mile hours of winter being predicted uh, for Sunday. I don't know. Maybe they are. But, and if it gets close, obviously, you know, and it looks like the weather doesn't change, uh, we'll have to, you know, we'll have to go back to the church. And uh, Brother Stacy, Deborah, and Kathy, and myself, and Chrissy will probably be at the church uh, doing what we need to do to have service. But, we are really hoping we have a transmitter. We're going to follow the rules. Everybody's going to stay in their car. We are really hoping to have that service. Pray for us. Pray the weather would be good. Man, what a what a what a day it would be just to get back together. Now we've only missed one week. We've had drive-in church. We've only missed one week. But I'm telling you, this seems like an eternity since we've been together. So we're looking forward to that. But we will preach God's word either way. We are kind of worried and concerned about what the uh, airwaves are going to be like. What kind of service we'll have. But we're going to do the best we can. We love you. We, we love you. You're listening to us. Thank you for that. I hope that I hope that something that was said today was, well, that it was something that you thought about. Say, yeah, you know, I can I can use that. Hope that you'll keep listening. Hope you share all this uh, with people. Uh, do the best you can. We want to get the word out. And so, having said that, let me say this. God bless you. We're praying for you. We hope to see you soon.